You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello, this is Pia and you're listening to the Metal and High Heels podcast, but I'm not alone on this episode. There is someone with me. Hey there, this is Kiki. Welcome to the Metal and High Heels podcast. <laughs> hey Kiki, you have some news to, to, to tell us. I have three, <laughs> three little pieces of news that just that I just found out today. And since uh, this episode is coming out tomorrow, Tuesday, October second, I thought it would be cool to spread some very cool news, so that there are also um, there are still news when the podcast comes out. <laughs> exactly. So there, there's so that there's still news. So um, Marcella Bobbio is releasing her uh, next solo album, Through Your Eyes, on December seventh. And since I am a pa patron of her on her Patreon page, I already saw the album art, which is beautiful. Album art will be unveiled this Friday, uh, October 5th, um, along with the pre-orders. Pre-orders start this Friday, October, 4, October 5th, for Marcela Bobbio's album, Through Your Eyes. Uh, the music, I have already uh, listened to a few of the songs. They are amazing. Um, they are very moving, very um, very emotional, as, as all of Marcella's uh, music is. So you should definitely check this out on Friday. Uh, there's a lyric video that will be released along with the cover art for Through Your Eyes by Marcella Bobbio. How so, much money do you, uh, do you give her or how does this Patreon thing work? Yeah, well, uh, Patreon is uh, like crowdfunding. There are several tiers uh, with different perks, and I'm in in the first tier. I uh, support her with, uh, I think, the minimum is one dollar, and you can uh, you can go higher as much as you want. So I think I support her with two dollars a month. And uh, I already saw, as, as I was saying, I already saw the cover art. I saw um, or I listened to several of the songs that are coming. Uh, every song has a story or a lot of the songs have stories because they were wrote, uh, written for, uh, for several of the other supporters. So they have very nice uh, stories behind those songs. Um, so, yeah, check out Marcela Bobbio's Patreon page. I will link that in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, maybe you can support her too. <laughs> yes. Another piece of news comes from my favorite uh, non-female-fronted band. <laughs> the new Trivium video is out for the song uh, The Wretchedness Inside from The Sin in the Sentence. It's a kind of live video. There's live footage from festivals and concerts, but they also played um, in a video studio for for the for the well for the music video and it's really cool um yeah but that was it already and the other uh, my last piece of news for you guys today is uh Christina Scavia is making um or is having a fundraiser on her Facebook page she is uh, raising funds for an animal shelter that burned down uh, near Milano where Lacuna uh, Cole come from yeah Uh, a lot of uh, kitties and doggies were harmed and they now need a new home, a new shelter home, a new provisional home. 
So if you can donate with uh, one cent even, just as Christina said, um, go to Christina Scabia's Facebook page and check out that fundraiser. Yeah, every euro helps. That's it's always the case. Even though Very if you much, think yeah. you have nothing to give, you can always give a euro or 10 cent or whatever. And if everybody does that, there is very very much money in the end yeah in like three hours they had already or she had already raised like over a thousand euros so wow. if we can if we keep spreading the word we can raise more and more uh, money for those cats and dogs in need of our help and as always adopt on shop there are a lot of doggies and kitties who need homes yep okay so that was what was new um Now let's dive deep into the topic of this episode. That is a band that I was listening to a lot when I was younger. And then um, it's not Nightwish again, <laughs> but it's kind of the same story. And then stopped um, following them um, after one of their albums, which was not because I didn't like them anymore, but because, um, I don't know, it just happened. My music taste changed somehow. And the band is called Leaves Eyes. Yeah. What's your first, uh, what comes to your mind when you think about Leaves Eyes? Uh, metal female voices fest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We saw them so many times on metal female voices fest and interviewed uh, Liv and Alex. And we haven't had an episode, an interview with Elena yet. We have to do that. No, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, true. Um, I already posted on Instagram. I have a lot of CDs from them. Uh, when the band started in, I think, 2004, um, I bought the single Into Your Light and also the album Love Lorn. And from then on, I bought every single and every album until Melusine, that is the last one that I have. Um, I think the album after that came out after Melusine was Meredith. Mm -hmm. But let's start with the very first album. And there, I I will mention Nightwish a lot today, I think, because um, I think it's kind of the same like in Nightwish that the first album is so different from all the other albums because it's so experimental. Mm -hmm. They still have these folkish elements in the successors, but um, Lovelorn... It's kind of outstanding because it is purer and they don't have so much symphonic elements in it. They they already have ballads and um, the the more powerful songs, which they have on every album. But yes, still with less. Um, they don't use so many instruments, or I don't know. The production is already good because Alex has his own studio and he is skilled in in the production. But yeah, I think it's very different <laughs> from the others. What do you think? Yeah, that, um, that's the album that still fits uh, the genre that they were called back then the best, like uh, gothic, gothic rock, gothic metal. That's the one that uh, that fits that description the best and it's also obviously because of how everything started right with uh 
Alex coming from atrocity and uh, lives experience with theater of tragedy. It's like the most um, organic and natural thing for them both to do together. Yeah, um, because the band was found after Leaf was kicked out from Theater of Tragedy. Um, and the band behind Leaf's Eyes, back then it uh, was already the case and it is um, it still is. It's basically Atrocity plus Leaf uh -huh. or plus a female singer. So um, that was also the case with Love Lawn already. Um, And they kept doing this. And it was, yeah, as you said, a very natural thing to say, oh, yeah, I have a band. You need a band. <laughs> so let's just do something together. Mm -hmm. um, and the name um, the name is connected to her very, very strong, strongly connected. Can you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because Leaf is... Um, in Norway, where she comes from, leaf is just pronounced like leaf in the name leaf's eyes. And so you could also have written leaf's eyes with her name. Mm -hmm. But uh, probably many people wouldn't have been able to <laughs> say that correctly. So they just made leaf's eyes out of this. Really? Yeah. Is that like the official, official story behind the name? That's the official, official story behind the name. Wow. Or that was the official, official story behind the name in 2004. I don't know if they now have a different story because Leaf is not the singer anymore. But that's the reason why they called themselves Leaf's Eyes. Oh, <laughs> So romantic. <laughs> yes. Do you have a favorite song from that album? Um, there are some. I like the, the heavier songs a lot more than the ballads. So I would say Temptation would be my favorite song on this album. But um, Into Your Light also is a very cool song. And Return to Life also. Yeah. What's yours? Into Your Light. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They also made a very cool music video, a very artistical one. And uh, another fun fact about the album is that Leaf was pregnant when they recorded the album. Wow with their son, Leon Alexander. And she said that her voice changed so much during the recording process, um, which you can also hear on the album, because sometimes I had to look up if it is still Leaf singing or if there is a female guest singer, wow. but it's her all the time. It's probably because of the whole um, hormonal change of pregnancy. The body changes, you get more weight and more volume. So maybe... That's the reason why it does something with your voice. Yeah. We've been asking this um, other singers and some of them said, yeah, my voice changed and others said, no, nothing happened. Yeah. I don't know. I think I asked uh, Simone Simons from, from Epica that when I interviewed her in 2013, maybe. I'm going to link uh, that interview also in the show notes, just as the um, videos Uh, music videos you were talking about from Leaves Eyes and those show notes mm -hmm. will be at metal-end-highheels.com slash podcast 33 yeah and if you know another story the new story behind the name Leaves Eyes in case they changed it <laughs> tweeted us at metal high heels yeah the next album is called Finland Saga 
and this um, as the as on the first album we didn't really talk about that the first album is the story of a guy who lost his girlfriend or wife or i don't know okay and then a sea maid came um, and wanted to curse him so that she could drag him down to the ocean that's what love lauren is about wow um, and the The second album, Finland Saga, also has a story or is also is a concept album. Um, I can't tell the whole story. I would have to look that up now. But Leif was fascinated of this story of a Viking guy who had to go to other countries and um, his wife never knew if he would come back. And it was a very big love story because I think he came from what now is Germany to her country and the the two met there and fell in love with each other. Mm -hmm. And that's very <laughs> close to the story um, of the love story from Leif and Alex. Oh, So you could say <laughs> they are telling their own love story in the, on this album. So romantic. I didn't know Leif's eyes were so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> Leaves Eyes is an extremely romantic band, or it was in the beginning. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia says it is a concept album that tells the story of the voyage of the Norse explorer Leif Eriksson and his discovery of Finland, aka Newfoundland. Yeah. Newfoundland. Uh -huh. Cool. The Viking themes started a little bit, yeah. a little bit with the sea maid um, in Lovelorn, but got very strong when in the second album. Definitely, I don't know if it, if they already thought about that on Lovelorn, mm -hmm. if it was a, a Viking, but um, the whole Viking thing started on Finland Saga. Yeah, they also have a video for the song Elegy. I think Elegy also was on. Pro Sieben on a German TV. Um, the yeah, the song was uh, the official song for the TV series Numbers from Pro Sieben in Germany. Mm -hmm. I have the singer for Allergy and Leaves Eyes did something really cool. They put uh, a lot of non-album tracks on the on the singles, but also demo versions. Mm -hmm. so on the Allergy, they have. One, two, three, four non-album tracks, but no demo version. Okay, maybe the demo version was on another. But they do that sometimes, and that's also a really cool thing. Or extended versions, so they, they put benefit to the singles back then. I don't know if they still do this in times of Spotify, but they gave me a reason to buy the albums or the singles. <laughs> yeah, and they had a self titled song on this album but um i don't know it's one of the ballad songs that i don't like that much um but yeah they have this they have the song called leaves eyes on this album i love it i was just listening to it with a soft guitar it's very nice but my favorite song on that album is solemn sea oh that's beautiful yeah mine would be i think farewell proud men That's also really cool. And I know a, a special version of this song, which is even more powerful, but I don't know on which um, CD <laughs> I could find it. I'm just looking 
if I can see it anywhere, but no, I can't see it. And I don't want to make too much noise <laughs> with my CDs here. <laughs> yeah, and after Finland Saga, they already recorded a live DVD, which is called We Came with the Northern Winds in Saga Iberia. And as you might um, already, um, it might already pop up in your mind that this one was recorded at Metal Female Voices Fest. Yeah. And now you can guess who stood, who stood second row when they recorded it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the Metal Female Voices Fest edition number five. And I went there to see the recording of the DVD because they had their Viking ship with them for the first time. Mm -hmm. So that was really great. And I think they played almost every song that they released <laughs> until then because when you have to play a live set and record a DVD with only two albums out, yeah, you play your whole repertoire. Almost every song. <laughs> and did you are, do you appear on the DVD? Can you see yourself <laughs> in the second row? <laughs> Mm, no, I don't see myself, but I saw people that I already saw standing around me. So I would have to stop at the right time, to pause at the right time, so that I could um, look where I am standing, because I have to be somewhere near. <laughs> yeah, but it was a really cool experience. I can imagine. So cool. And I was really thrilled um, to to see the... DVD at home <laughs> to see the show again and to see if I can find me. Yeah. Bands have to do more DVDs, more live DVDs. That's that's something I was going to say. Was it like a normal thing back then to make live DVDs? Right? Yes, it was. Bands did that not regularly, but very often. I have a lot of uh, live DVDs. Yeah, but I mean... It's it's kind of a it's it's not like a best of, but it's kind of a best of if it's a live DVD after two albums, right? <laughs> I don't really see live albums or live DVDs as a best of because the songs have a totally different drive when they are played live. Not true. They're more powerful, more emotional. That's true. I think it's just a cool thing that you can be at the concert without um, <laughs> without being there, so to speak. <laughs> to get an impression of the band playing live and that you can basically visit a concert again and again and again. Yeah, that's true. But I think it's very expensive. That's what Children of Bodom said because they only released one live DVD, I think. And they were asked frequently if they would, uh, if they want to release another one. And they said, yeah, we would like to, but it's really expensive. I can imagine, of course. You need a lot of cameras and so on. I think that's also the reason why many bands record or release live dvds that were recorded at wacken because they have the equipment there they uh, record everything anyway true yeah but nowadays there are also so many concerts on youtube and so on but i think a live dvd is still something special it is it is i would also buy live dvds More so if they are like on such a special occasion, like, I don't know, some special show at Wacken or like Epica's Retrospect, the anniversary show and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the the album that was released next after Finland Saga was Njord. It was, was released. Uh, I can't speak anymore. <laughs> It was released in 2009. Um, and I already was blasted when I listen to this album because it is so good and 
I would say, or for me, it is the second best album in symphonic metal that was ever released right after Nightwish Once. So my next Nightwish Once. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just so great. There are so many great songs, um, a really good drive on the That's album. True. Many songs that you can sing along. There is a song that is over eight minutes long. It is a very cool one. Yeah, it's just great. Another day just look up the songs on the album i don't know if i can name a um name a favorite song i don't know there are so many cool songs on it and also a cover song scarborough fair mm -hmm. that's also a good one yeah and was it this is also the album that um the lyrics are in old english right um some of them yes in Freya's theme they have the um a, a poem I think they have five different languages on this album. They have Norwegian, English, German, Old English, and Old German. Wow. But Freya's theme is one of the best songs they ever released. <laughs> so I think that would be my number one. And they also had the um, two songs that are very poppy, My Destiny and Take the Devil in Me. That's my favorite. Take the Devil in Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So they did a lot of things right on this album. Yeah, that's true. Take the Devil in Me is so fun when it's when they're live, when they play mm -hmm. it live. And then they have beautiful ballads like Irish Rain. Northbound also is a very good, powerful song. Yeah. Ragnarök is very epic. Yeah, it's just a great album. I can't really say if there is a, a very big story behind it or if they continued the Finland Saga story or something. Um, to be honest, I didn't really look that up or something because I was just so impressed by this album. Uh, I'm checking that out. Uh, Wikipedia says Njord comes from Norse mythology and is a name associated to the Vanir god of the sea and wind. Mm -hmm. So um, it goes on with the with the Vikings and their mythology. Mythology. Yeah, but I think they they stopped. Um, telling a story from the first to the last song. It They was not just followed this this myth or other stories. So they tell several stories, not only one, I think. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm wrong. So you can also tweet at us <laughs> and tell me that I'm wrong. Um, but I think, I think they yeah, went yeah. away from one story. From the concept album, that's true. The funny mm -hmm. thing is, Njord also came out in 2009, like the live DVD. Mm -hmm. like the live release so um, I think one was in the beginning and one in the end of the year yeah that, that's probably the case yeah but they they were busy very busy yeah they released a lot at this times um, the background of them is as I already said that Alex has a studio so he does the production for other bands also um, and also for Atrocity of course and then for Leaves Eyes so if they have an idea for a song, they can record that very quickly. Mm -hmm. That's a cool thing. Yeah. If you have something like this. But I think it's also very difficult to make a living off this. So Leaves Eyes and Atrocity also are bands that tour a lot. Of course. Mm -hmm. And when we met Leaf once at the Metal Female Voices Fest, she told us that her son can speak... A lot of different languages. I don't know how much, but 
at least five. Because he travels a lot with them, right? Yeah. Or used to. Yeah, he used to travel a lot with them and studied on the road. <laughs> yeah. So you learn a lot of languages then. Yes, and uh, that interview we had with Liv, uh, we're also going to put in the show notes. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, you can find that one in all of the episodes at www.metal-n-highheels.com slash podcast. And you can also, um, if I say something that is not true, you can also send us a voice message through the Facebook Messenger app. Yeah, we can play that on, here on the show. Yeah, we can play it here, how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so get the Facebook Messenger <laughs> app, <laughs> tap the plus sign and choose voice message uh, to record something that we can play here. Of course, for that, you have to check out our Facebook page. Yeah. And send us a message, the message through there. But going back to Leaves Eyes uh, discography... Mere Dead from 2011 is one of my favorite albums. But, uh, you are too fast. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. But um, it's not your fault because uh, they released uh, a, a kind of EP, I would call it an EP, which is called Melusine. And they did this in cooperation with, I think it was Sonic Seducer. But yeah, it was Sonic Seducer. I can just see it on the background of the CD or on the back of the CD. Uh, so they had one exclusive song that was only released um, as a bonus on the Sonic Seducer. So if you buy the um, the magazine, then you'll get this CD. Which song? Melusine. Ah. They were really surprised how um, how many people loved this song and how many people wanted them to play it live. And they... Also played that live very often when that was out. They also put um, remixes to other songs on this album. And I think it came out before Murdeed or more or less um, the same time when Murdeed was released because Melusine also is a, is a mermaid or something. I don't know. But they are connected and came out at the same time. Wow. But that special release was out before or with mirror deed it was probably before because in on spotify melusine it's uh, listed under singles mm -hmm. so and they have this very cool cover album. song to france for which they also recorded a music video that's a good one yeah mm -hmm. i i don't think they have uh, melusine on spotify but if you have the possibility to listen to it it's a very cool song It is, it is on Spotify. It's under the singles. And that's so fun to know because I thought that was actually part of, of Mere Dead, of the album. Sikrlin also is a really cool song. Yeah. It, they have a lot of different voice colors in this and I think also a poem. I didn't uh, pay much attention to this song when Meredith was out, but I, of course, re-listened to Leaves Eyes now in preparation for this podcast episode. And then the song popped out and I thought, wow, this is a really cool one. And as you can see also on the song titles, they continued with this ancient English or ancient German also. Um, I, I don't want to <laughs> pronounce the names of the songs because I think I will just pronounce them wrong. 
But yeah, a lot of cool songs. For example, Velvet Heart is a very poppy song. It's really cool when they play that live. Yeah, it is. I think that would be my favorite song. But Spirits Masquerade also is a really, really great opener song. Very yeah. symphonic. Yeah, on this album, I'm, I'm torn between a tang and mm -hmm. dead, mere dead. Married. Yeah, they pronounce it like really cool, so I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> But those both uh, both those tracks are really really cool. Um, my favorites, and yeah, this is this is the album that I actually that I actually thought uh, was um, Niord, I think before. This is the one that's that's inspired by old English and very like old English is very um, influences a lot of the the stories, the lyrics. Mm. Um, of the whole album but they also did that before as I said on your there are five different languages I think yeah 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 because of uh, Leaves um, uh, she studied and studies of the mm. all of those old languages she already did that in Theater of Tragedy that they used a very old English They didn't say you and your and so on. They said though. The. <laughs> yeah. Um, when Meredith came out, I already um, listened less to Leaf's Eyes. Not because I didn't like the album, just because, <laughs> as I said. Um, but I wrote the review for Metal and High Heels um, for the Symphonies of the Night album, mm -hmm. which also is... Uh, very good one and as the title already says um, it's a very symphonic album and uh, there is one song that I think is really special that is made of Lorraine um, it is special because I think uh, or it reminds me of Nightwish a lot and I think that is how Nightwish would have sounded if Leaf would have uh, joined the band when she was asked to mm -hmm. I think that is the direction that the band would have gone then. Oh, that's a big speculation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There are also some other songs in the album that might go in this Nightwish-like direction. You just have to um, to take Alex's voice out and put Marco's in. <laughs> and then you get very close to the sound. Yeah. Was this another concept album or was it, um, again, uh, like, a, I think there, this was again a collection of different stories, right? Yeah, I think so. But they did have like a, um, a theme. I only remember the Hell to the Heavens video clip that is about witch burning, uh, about burning witches, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they went away from this Viking topics a bit but only a bit because also Eleonore de Provence, they still have something to do with the whole Viking thing. And it wouldn't make sense to go away from this topic because they were so successful with it. That's true. I think you could uh, even call them the, the second Viking metal band after Amon Amath <laughs> because yeah. they are so deep into this topic. But um, Leaf does something here, which she also did in Theater of Tragedy. She gave um, the songs names of girls. 
like mm -hmm. Ophelia or Maid of Lorraine or Eleonore de Provence, Saint-Cresselia <laughs> also. <laughs> um, there is a, a theater of tragedy album that only contains of songs that are named after women. Uh -huh. Very feminist. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song on the album? Um, I think the title track is really strong, Symphonies yeah. of the Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Symphonies, Symphony of the Night. Uh, Hell to the Heavens is also really cool. It's yeah. like it's like the most famous, I know, super boring to choose the singles as the favorite songs, but those are really, <laughs> those are the catchiest and the, mm. they're really good. Yeah, but it starts that I don't have a melody in my mind when I see the song titles. For example... Angel and the Ghost. I don't know if I. Um, maybe I also mentioned this song on the on the review, but the melody doesn't pop up in my mind. So that shows me that I didn't really listen a lot to this album after I wrote the yeah. review. But I still liked it. it. It was a very cool one, and I like the the artwork of the cover. Yes, that was. Um leaf standing in a forest very green yeah that was by uh, stefan heilemann which mm. also does the cover arts for epica and uh, xandria and um it was like i think that was like his boom stefan heilemann was doing covers cover art for everybody <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of fans are still working with him and he's a really amazing visual artist Mm. But I think that phase where he was doing everything is starting to <laughs> to die down, <laughs> which is kind of good too, because otherwise um, uh, they are very alike because it's his style, of course. So mm. at some point it's good to, to be different from everybody else as a band. Yeah. So shall we go to the next one? We shall. That is an album that I didn't really listen a lot to, that is King of Kings, the last album with Leaf as a singer. Yeah. I remember that they did a lot um, video clips, for example, for King of Kings, Half Done the Black and The Waking Eye. And mm -hmm. I thought it is really lame <laughs> that they just recorded, I think they just took one day of recording or one phase of recording And then they made three videos out of it because they're they the are same. so, yeah, they are the same. They look the same and that's so boring. Mm -hmm. Maybe that is also a reason why I didn't really listen to the album. Um, yeah. Even though they did a, a song together with Simone Simons. This is the first time I'm, I'm hearing about this. That's how, really? how much attention I paid to this album. Like, none. <laughs> I'm just reading about Simon Simmons' uh, appearance in this album. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but they are back to a concept album. Mm -hmm. King of Kings is about uh, Norway's first king, Harald Fairhair. Heft on the Black, yeah. Yeah, and um, I remember the, the, the video clips and I remember Heft on the Black because they played that one um, also at Metal Female Voices Fest, I think. Mm -hmm. But that's all, all my connection with this album. Yeah. I remember that I watched the videos and then just 
put the album away, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I also don't own that one. So I can't really say a lot about it. And I think it's not one of the best albums. I think Symphonies of the Night is much better. better. And of course, Njord is a lot, a lot, a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I might... I might go out on a limb and, and speculate that the problems with Leaf already started during this album. Yeah, they have to because it was 2015 when it was released. Um, and the the split and also uh, the divorce of her and Alex were um, made public shortly after, I think. Yeah. In 2016, April 2016, mm. they announced the split. Yeah, you can listen to that when you when when I listen to King of Kings. I I think I already noticed the absence of Liv slowly. Mm. She also was not on the cover, and she was on almost every cover before. Mm -hmm. Not on the Mirror Deed one, but on the other covers, it was her face. Um, yeah. And if you look at this cover closely, then you see a guy in front with very long hair. So maybe that's Alex. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would assume it's Alex. That's him taking over the band. <laughs> the king of the band. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Alex, king of the band. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I, I was hoping that you listened a lot to this one <laughs> because I can't really say a lot. Sadly, no. But they continued with um, different languages. There is a song that I can't pronounce. And uh, surrounding the album, they are obviously back to being full-on Viking. Mm -hmm. um, they brought back the Viking ship for the live shows and the Viking crew, which we met at Middle Female Voices. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> We had some drinks with them, I think. <laughs> yeah, we drank with the we drank with the Vikings in Belgium in 2016 when they were already uh, with Elena, when they had already recruited Elena. Yeah, and they fully recruited her because um, Atrocity released an album this year, I think, which was called Occult Two, because they released Occult One four years ago, I think. Um, and Elena also does the female vocals on this one. And that's what Leaf did before. Wow. So uh, King of Kings came out with two singles, uh, Half Done the Black and The Waking Eye in 2015. Mm -hmm. And in 2016, to announce uh, Elena as the new singer, I think, they re-released Edge of Steel. Mm -hmm. which is yep. a song in which apparently Simon Simons also sang. <laughs> they re-released that one with Elena before they also released the EP Fires in the North. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I liked Fires in the North. That was... Um, and that was it. <laughs> that was... No, that's a, a good one. A catchy one in which uh, Elena's voice is kind of uh, introduced. It's like... It's it is really like a literal uh, proper introduction of of her as the new voice of uh, Leaf's Eyes, mm. and um, I think there's also a video Fires in the North where she's like a Viking. Yeah, I think so. But I also remember that we um, saw them or more or less listened to them at Metal Female Voices Fest. Yeah, and I think 
that it was just boring or that her voice is just boring because it's normal operatic yes. metal and yeah. Leaf's eyes were so special because of Leaf's voice and now mm -hmm. they don't have this voice anymore. Yeah. So that's, I think that's really strange and I also didn't understand why um, the band is called Leaf's Eyes, so obviously called after the singer. And um, she's not the one who continues with the band. So yeah, she doesn't have her own band. The band is Atrocity. That's the reason why she can't do it. But they could just have said they um, they quit the band. They don't continue. But I think that was not an option because they are even more successful than Atrocity. Yeah. Yeah, and also they, ha they had uh, built up a following. They had uh, a legacy, so to speak. And it would have been, um, yeah, it would have been a big loss to just leave all that behind. Even if, even if they would have said, I don't know, they're called now something else's eyes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Elena's eyes. <laughs> Elena's eyes. Elena's hair. Her hair. Elena's is, her hair mouth. is really nice. <laughs> Elena's nose. My favorite one is Elena's nose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah, even if they said, okay, we change the name, but still perform these songs, it would have been, it's like when a brand has to reimagine themselves and like change the name and the colors and everything, they lose a lot. Mm. So I understand, I totally understand the, the move. And, and it was, it was kind of sad though, because uh, the split was very public, very drama a lot of drama and personal stuff that was divulged. There were so many people who said they don't want to, uh, they don't want Leaves Eyes to play at the Metal Female Voices Fest. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because um, there were rumors that Alex cheated on Leaf with another woman and that was why she was kicked out of the band and so on and so on. So a lot of lies. Wasn't it the other way around? I don't know if there was cheating at all, but I don't know if the they... they um, They split before that or after that. I don't know. Well, I think the story was, the gossip story was that Liv had cheated on Alex with her therapist, which makes the whole thing worse, which is why we didn't need to know this. This was all like TMI, close my eyes, and I didn't want to know that, <laughs> right? But it was all made so public and it was all so drama that, uh, okay, we, we just learned all that. And... Um, so Liv started uh, this new relationship and was apparently super happy. And he just passed away like two weeks ago. And she was super, super happy when we met her in 2016 because she played at the Metal Female Voices Fest. Yeah, which obviously make, makes this news uh, super sad. And our deepest condolences to Liv and their family. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Well, all of this was was made public, and going back to uh, to the release um, uh, "Fires in the North." For me, back then, it was like you know all of this drama. We just learned about all of this drama, and the band suddenly puts a lot of material out with Elena, and it was like in your face. We're going on. We are keeping strong and whatever. And it was for me like, ah. <laughs> They totally disappeared from my radar because, as I said, I think they are so boring with her as a singer. 
that yeah. I also refused listening to a single song from Sign of the Dragon Head. I listened to Sign of the Dragon Head so that you don't have to. <laughs> And you said you told me that it's boring. <laughs> It is boring. Um, Sign of the Dragon Head is the only thing that's more or less salvageable from it. I did like, and this, this was the other speculation thing. Um, I did like that they put out. Uh, the instrumentals on Spotify so that I could sing along with Sign of the Dragon Head, which led to your speculation that yes. uh, when bands... How was that again? Um, <laughs> when Nightwish had their first album with Annette Olson, that was the first album um, on which they had the instrumental version of the whole album. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with Leaf's Eyes. So um, Leaf is not the singer anymore. They don't have the original singer anymore. But they also don't want to lose all the fans that just like the music but might not like the new singer. So they put instrumental versions on the album and you can just listen to the instrumental versions or also imagine how it would sound with the old singer. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they already think about people might not like the new singer. They also didn't put Alina on the cover. Of the oh, album. The cover is a Viking ship. Uh, she is on one of the uh, single covers. Um, Edge of Steel 2016 version. This is the thing. This is what I was referring to. Like putting out her face everywhere. Everything. And after that, the singles don't even don't even have her face. It's all... Uh, no, no, no. Riders on the Wind. The latest single uh, does have all of the band, the band. on mm -hmm. the cover. But um, yeah, so Sign of the Dragon Head, there's not much that I can uh, talk about that. That's why I also didn't write a review of this album, just because I didn't have a lot of positive things to say. And as positive people say, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> so yeah, Sign of the Dragon Head, good, um, good one. The, the song, the album, mm. yeah. So I didn't miss anything by not listening to it? No, not really. I mean, I think Alina is a good singer in her, like, as a singer, she's good. She has a good technique. She is uh, an okay performer. She has a nice presence, doesn't do much on stage, but she has a nice presence. She is uh, good looking. Um, cool. But that's, that's the thing. She doesn't have this something special. Her voice is like, bland you we, you need some spice in there you know mm. so um yeah i sadly didn't uh, pay much attention to Liv's eyes latest album either mm. uh, what i think is funny that uh Liv's appearance was um, she's a kind of elf i would say so um a very soft and romantic and magical and when you look at how elena comes on stage, the clothes that she's wearing, how she's performing. She's kind of the uh, warrior princess. So she's yeah. more the fighter. She's in the front at the battles. She's on the battlefield. That's my yeah, that's impression true. of her outfit. <laughs> yeah, she's a Viking. I mean, <laughs> as a Finn, obviously. Um, she plays that role very well in, um, in the videos. Of the of their of their singles, I didn't watch them. 
I'm boycotting leaves eyes. eyes without leaves. Okay. <laughs> But not because I don't like Elina. I can't say anything about her because I didn't meet her anywhere. And I just can say that I don't like her voice in leaves eyes. But that doesn't have anything to do with her personality or her as an artist in general. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not the reason. It's just that I'm not interested in the music anymore because I think it's boring. I could listen to every other operatic symphonic metal band on the planet and it would sound the same. And I also don't listen to the other operatic symphonic band because <laughs> I can listen to Nightwish and it will be much, much better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> Um, I have something to, to add to Sign of the Dragonhead. Yeah. Um, because I can see on the song titles <laughs> that they continued to use the old languages. Bold, bold move. Yeah. I agree in that um, for new material, they should like maybe, I mean, sure, continue with the topic of the Vikings because you are a Viking band apparently, but can't you like think of new stuff do something completely different maybe mm. maybe not completely different because okay you have established a, you have established a brand as a viking band like but still let that sound evolve let elena take a little bit part of it make her voice special yeah i was thinking the same they just replaced leaf and um beside the fact that they now have the warrior singer they didn't change much of the concept yeah too bad do that because uh which was the band that she was performing in before inclination she is still she is still okay yeah so she can do it just let her breathe develop yeah. and everything put her own uh personality into things yeah cool so uh do you want to summarize our <laughs> our leaves eyes episode i was just thinking about if we should say something about leaf what she's doing now or if this is a leaves eyes episode and we should just keep her out i was looking up what she's doing um she took part in several projects i think she had one with michelle darkness and she was part of eluvatia she performed with eluvatia for a couple of uh, shows um When was her last album released, her last solo album? I think that was 2014, so that was when she was still in Leaf's Eyes. So let's see if she does something new. Maybe she does something with Midnight Soul. I think she was announced there as the second singer together with her sister. Yeah, as an official second singer, yes. Permanent member of the band. And maybe she will do something with the Theater of Tragedy guys. Because she told us um, when we had the interview with her in 2016 that they might they might uh, do something more together because they played a couple of concert a uh, couple of concerts and they liked it both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there are a lot of options for her, and I hope that she will continue making music. Yes, I hope so too. We obviously wish Liv Christine the best for her future after this uh, rough couple of years and leaves eyes of course we also wish the best <laughs> <laughs> even though i won't attend the concerts <laughs> that's that i can say for sure already 
<laughs> yeah, I would give it another chance. I would give it another try, also because we have to have uh, an interview with Elena. Yeah. Um, okay. I would go to the, the show if they play at a festival. Um, yeah. And maybe if they release another album with Alina, because next Nightwish reference, um, it also took Nightwish another album to uh, to write the songs that fit Annette's voice. So maybe they will change something of their musical concept that um, Alina's voice is put in a better light so to speak mm -hmm. and that her personality also influences the music a bit more that would be cool because to sum this episode up that's what Leaf did all the time and that's what made Leaf's eyes so special for me and I think for many other fans because they were so successful even in the beginning because of her True. yeah and they did a lot of great albums that are telling stories that Leaf wants to tell. Maybe she should continue as a um, with writing books or something. Ghost writer. <laughs> ghost writer oh, for Leaf's eyes. <laughs> write books <laughs> or a ghost writer for other bands. I don't know. No, but yeah, that that would be cool if they would um, find a way to put more personality into the the albums like they did on the previous albums definitely do you have a favorite sleeves eye song ever ever Freya's theme is a song that i really really like and that i can listen to a lot um and also northbound yeah both of them on the new art album and legend land um they released a an ep called legend land legend land is also a very nice song mm -hmm. Mine would be um, Meredith and Etang, or however that's pronounced, both of those. And both of those from that one album. Okay, so that's it. Don't forget to subscribe to the Metal and High Heels podcast on iTunes or your preferred podcatcher, because I think if you listen to this episode until now, <laughs> you might have liked it. Um, you can find all the previous episodes and also this one at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. And the show notes, um, you just have to add a 33 behind this. Um, how is it called? The URL. <laughs> yeah, because that's the URL for all of the show notes of every episode. It's metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. And then the number of the episode. So until now, it's been 33 wonderful episodes of the Metal and High Heels podcast. Follow us on Twitter. We already said that at Metal High Heels. We are also on Instagram at Metal and High Heels. And we are on YouTube where you can also watch the interviews we had with Leif and with Alex. Yes. Once we asked Alex how he takes care of his hair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a very nice, that's a very nice memory of Leif's eyes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I was going to, uh, I was just going to tell you, everybody, that um, that we are going to try out Anchor. Uh, so we might try to release a few exclusive episodes on Anchor that include music. So Leaves Eyes is the perfect episode to start with that because uh, you can listen to snippets of the songs we just mentioned all over the episode. But you can also listen to the songs we just mentioned all over the episode on our Spotify playlist. Mm -hmm. 
curated by Pia. <laughs> I will just post it on our Facebook page in a couple of seconds. Big thanks to Cassandra Novell for the awesome jingle that's based on the song Storm from the album Undying Fire. And see you next time. Hear you next time in two weeks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. um, together with Steffi again, I think, because she'll come back from Chile. Tomorrow. Yeah, she's she's flying back right now. So next time on the next episode, she will be back. Yeah. Bye-bye.